Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. So the last time you got healed, listen, that was not the last time you are going to be healed. He's going to heal you again and again. He's going to deliver you again and again. He's going to open doors for you again and again. He's going to raise you up again and again. He's going to anoint you again and again. He's going to provide for you again and again. Miracle money is going to come to you again and again. Because the heavenly father is actively releasing the spiritual blessings amongst his children for the betterment of their lives. John chapter 5 and verses number 17. Reading out of the ESV, he says, But Jesus answered them, My father is working until now, and I am working. My father is working until now, and I am working. My father is working until now. On Friday night, the 21st of February, 2020, my father is working until now. Raise your hands and say, my father is working. I didn't hear you. Say, my father is working. Say, he's working in me. He's working in my house. He's working in my marriage. He's working in my finances. He's working in my family. One more time, say, my father is working. Some of us are going to have to intentionally ponder those words for the next one month. My father is working. So find yourself in any squeeze, in any fix, in any challenge, in any storm. Hear these words resound in your ears. My father is working. Even this will pass because my father is working until now. He says, my father is working until now and I am working. So Jesus said, he's also working. The Passion Translation says, Jesus answered his critics and say, saying, every day my father is at work. Meaning there will never be a day in your life that is void of the works of the Father. Did you hear me? Every day, Monday to Sunday to Sunday to Monday, your Father is at work. And Jesus said, I will be too. In other words, I'll be walking. I'll be knocking on your door. I'll be budging into your life. I'll be storming your situations. I'm going to be working. The spiritual blessings are available. They are available. Tonight they are available. Tomorrow they'll be available. This coming week they're going to be available. The whole year 2020, the spiritual blessings are going to be available because the kingdom of God is at hand. The NIV says it's at hand. The KJV says it's at hand, meaning it is near. The kingdom of God, the power of the kingdom, the spiritual blessings, they are near your life. The Passion Translation says the kingdom realm is accessible. 
meaning is close enough to touch. I asked the Lord, give me something that will stay with the people tonight. And the Lord told me, tell each one of them to touch their bags. So touch your bag. Do you see how close it is? It's close, you can touch it. You can touch the blessings of God anytime. You can touch the breakthroughs of God anytime. You can touch the promotions of God anytime. You can touch the healing of God anytime. You can touch the creative miracles anytime. I declare in the name of Jesus, it is going to become the new normal for me and you to access the kingdom, to access the power, to access the anointing, to access the healing, to access the breakthroughs, to access the promotion, to access the increase. It is accessible. Close enough to touch. I want to go back to the scripture that we read in Matthew chapter number 10. Verses number 8, it says, freely you have received, freely give. Freely you have received, freely give. And in this one verse, Jesus is saying many things. One is saying that receiving was free. We carry the power of God. We carry the anointing of God. We carry the prophetic anointing. We carry the worship anointing. We carry the word of knowledge. We carry the word of wisdom. We carry the gift of faith. We carry the gift of miracles. I'm mentioning the things I carry all my life. We carry the worshipers anointing. We carry the songwriting anointing. We carry the keyboard playing anointing. I do all that. We carry the interpretation anointing. We carry it because... We received it freely. Some of us understand the idea of paying the price. But I think we misunderstand the idea of paying the price. Even what seemingly appeared to be the paying of the price for us to get where we are. It was God who was working in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So in the different spiritual disciplines God had me involve myself in. It was the grace of God positioning me to receive freely what Jesus made available at Calvary. Everything we carry in the realm of the spirit is received freely. Number two, Jesus was saying, the kingdom was received. For me to heal the sick, I'm not going to get the power to heal the sick. The receiving happened over 25 years ago. I received it. Wherever I go, I go with this power. I received it, the prophetic anointing. I received it. Wherever I go, I go with it. The receiving happened why is that important? There are people here who God has used many times but whenever they come to a place of being used by God, they doubt what they carry. I'm here to encourage you. You have it in your hands. You have it on your life. You have it in your blood. You have it in your sweat. The kingdom power, the kingdom ability, the kingdom mantle was received. That's why in Acts chapter 3, Peter and John tell the crippled man, silver and gold we don't have. But what we have, listen, what we have, listen, what we have, we give unto you. Why do they say what we have? Because they know when they received it. They remember a day when they never heard it, and yet they remember a day when they received it. The kingdom power. 
power has been received. One more time, I want to declare you have it in your hands. You have the power to heal. You have the power to deliver. You have the power to release people. You have the power to cleanse leprosy. You have the power to raise the dead. You have the power to plant churches, a thousand worship locations. Let us take it to 10,000. 10,000 worship harvest locations. You have that power. You have received it. It is not coming. It has come. The power to make the poor rich. You have it in your hands. The power to transform the prayerless into prayer generators. You have that power. It has come. The power to destroy, to see transformation in people struggling in sin. You have the power. It is not coming. It is on you. Raise your hands and say, I have it. Shout louder and your neighbor say, I have it. Number three, Jesus teaches in this scripture that the giving of what was received must happen. It must be intentional. Those of us who have our eyes open to what God has given us, we must be intentional in releasing it. And so friends, in my prayer time, I have moments when I say, Lord, what do you want to do tonight? And he tells me. And I go on a mission. I'm going, tonight I'm going on a mission to prophesy. I know it in my heart. You have to be intentional. Some of us are waiting what we carry in our lives to slip out of our hands and paradiventure touch somebody and bless them. It doesn't work that way. You have to be intentional. He says you have freely received, freely give. Storm into places, storm into worlds, storm into context, storm into dynamics, and intentionally release what you carry. Now the rest of this message, I want to labor on number four that Jesus talks about in this scripture. He says, the giving, the, the, the recipients must be taught on how to receive freely. Have you ever been in a meeting and you felt a lot of God? But no God manifested in the meeting? I'll ask that question again. Have you ever been in a meeting and you felt a lot of God, a lot of anointing, but nothing manifested in the meeting? What is the problem? There is a transmission gap. What you feel, the people don't feel. And the people need to be brought up to speed to what you feel. It has to be communicated. They have to be told what is about to happen, what is about to break loose. They have to be, their feelings must be interpreted for them. Once you bring them up to speed, they receive readily what God is releasing. Did you catch that point? So we must be intentional in teaching the recipients on how to receive. Why? Because the recipients of the kingdom power have got predispositions that block what God is releasing. The recipients of kingdom spiritual blessings have got predispositions that block out what God is releasing. So hear me out. I'm going to mention some of the things maybe that, that you're familiar with. In a healing meeting, in a miracle meeting, in a worship harvest service, there are people who have got these misconceptions. Number one, there are those who feel that when they come forward for prayer, 
it means that their condition is really serious. And when the people see them come forward, the people who see them come forward will say, looks like my friend is about to die. That's why she's going forward. And for fear of being misperceived, they back off. Some of them would want to be healed from their seats. They don't want even to labor to go in front. And yet God wants them to go in front because of a misconception. Listen to number two. Some of them feel they don't need the touch of God because they are managing their pain well. Because they are managing their affliction well. Listen to me. It is not about managing in life. It's about receiving what the Lord has given freely. Anything that causes you pain does not belong to your body. Anything that causes you pain does not belong to your body. Anything that slows you down does not belong to your body. Anything that limits your progress in life, anything that deters you or curtails you does not belong to your body. Somebody say hallelujah. Everything that does not belong in your life is not yours to live with. Whether it's big, whether it's small. Third John chapter 1 and verses number 2. The Bible declares, Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health even as it is well with your soul. It is the will of God that everything on your body works well. I declare your eyes are going to see well. Your ears are going to hear well. Your feet are going to move well. Your hands are going to function well. Your back is going to work okay. Your blood is going to flow well. Your heart is going to beat well. Everything must be well. Nothing like managing it. So tell your neighbor, I'm off living on Panadol. Come on, say, I'm off living on painkillers. Somebody shout hallelujah. Some of us who have been struggling with sleep after tonight. You are going to need the fire brigade to come and storm your home address to wake you out of the sleep. Everything in your system must be functioning well. Give me another one minute to nail it harder. There are some of us who believe that at a particular age, there are ailments we need to prepare ourselves to live with. I reject that and I send fire on it. Everything in me must function well. Like Moses at 120, I must be able to climb up mountains and to carry tablets of stone, each one 10 kilograms, and bring it down into the camp of God's people. Everything in my life must work well. Are you hearing me? There are people here who are off certain diets. I'm bringing you back on those diets. I'm bringing you back into the mix of pork, the mix of butter, the mix of cheese, the mix of everything. I also invite you to eat the locusts, raw or roasted. Everything must be palatable and digestible. Somebody shout, yeah! So my point is managing is unacceptable managing is unacceptable when i come into the presence of the lord and god wants to minister to me i can't afford to
make, to, to push off what God is releasing to me because I'm managing well. Number three, there are people in the Pentecostal circles that don't believe that spiritual blessings are free. In their minds, they are convinced that they have to do something. Many of them will say, I have to sow a seed for my breakthrough. Many of them will say, I have to enter a seven-day fast for my breakthrough. Many of them will say, I have to pray a lot for my breakthrough. It doesn't work that way. The Bible declares you have received freely. We receive freely. As a matter of fact, the only people mandated to fast over a hard issue are those who minister to you. Jesus said some of these things never go away except by prayer and fasting. He, he was not talking about the son of the man. He was talking to the apostles. So for you, if you need a breakthrough anytime, even if you overindulge in eating and you come in the prayer line with a bulged stomach, you can receive a breakthrough anytime. It is free. Slap three people and tell them it is free. Misconception number four. There are those who feel that if they did not get healed the last time, it was a failure on their part. Whenever you come in the prayer line and you, you don't get healed, God wants to reveal himself as a God who never gives up on his people. I remember 1997, I think it, thank you Holy Spirit. 1997 it was. And in 1997, I was interpreting for Pastor Robert Kayanja. It was an overnight prayer meeting in the, their new location where they are now. Because you had shifted from where we used to be. And I was the interpreter. We stood on the platform from maybe 9.30 p.m. to 6 a.m. He preached for about 30 minutes. And the whole night, he spent it praying for one lady. One lady. The whole night. It was a lady who couldn't walk. Totally debilitated. And the pastor prayed for her, for her for over eight hours. Now, everything in him was saying, give up on the girl. Pray for other people. He wasn't about to give up on the girl. And because God was teaching me two things. Number one, God never gives up on you. Even if your last time to attempt to be healed was futile, tonight is your night because the Father never gives up on you. And those of us who dispense the gifts, the healing, God is teaching us to have a faith that never gives up. So you try again, you lay hands again, you lay hands again, you lay hands again. I remember interpreting for Todd Bentley. We are in Nachivubo Blue, and they brought a busload of deaf and dumb, and there were about 25 of them. And he began to lay hands one by one. After number seven, he turned to me and said, James, I want you to learn something from me. You never give up. He says, whether they get healed or not, you keep on praying. Because as you obey the commission of God to heal the sick, something is going to break loose and the healing is going to happen. Of the 25 that day, 18 of them went back home speaking and hearing very well. God never gives up on his children. Some of the delays you have experienced are tailored for the glory of God, like the Lazarus scenario. There are those who also feel that for them to be touched by God, they have to feel able. 
So nsoka chiulira nendio kangenda ne bansabira. I'm sorry for my Luganda. I have to first feel it then I go to be prayed for. Listen to me, even if you don't feel like tonight is your night, the Lord will touch you anyway. Somebody shout hallelujah. Preaching in Kamocha in the year 2000 for Bishop Haman Center when he was planting his church. He invited me to preach on the crusade for three days. And I preached Jesus and the miracles happened. But I remember, I think it was on the third day, a man was healed when he wasn't aware of the healing power of God. That man came on the crusade drunk. And the reason he came was to beat up his wife on the crusade. So he came to beat up his wife on the crusade because the man had told his wife never go to those Malokole things. So he comes at the moment when I'm telling everybody, raise your hands, the power of God is here. And knowingly he raises a broken hand. And on putting it down, he's totally healed. There's no pain whatsoever. A man who came for a fight is totally healed by the power of God. He comes to the platform to testify here in Kamocha, Chisalo Salo, the year 2000, 20 years ago. He comes to testify. He said, I came to beat up my wife, but this Jesus is real. He has healed me. Because you don't have to feel it. It is readily available. I need to spare you from some of these testimonies. Otherwise, I won't finish what I want to say. Some people feel that a serious condition means it, it can't happen quickly. A serious condition means it can't happen quickly. Maybe you have heard me share this testimony before. About 14 years ago, I was going to train the ministers in a church. This gentleman is waiting for me at the door. He pulls my hand. He says, Pastor, I want you to pray for me. I tell him, what is the problem? He said, I've just been dismissed from Lago Hospital. They cannot help me. I asked him, what is your condition? He says, I have got a cracked skull. And because of a cracked skull, mucopus flows from my skull through my nose and my mouth. And so I have to carry along this towel. It was a light blue towel, smelling bad. And he said, Pastor, pray for me. And I said, okay, wait for me to minister to the ministers, and then I come and pray for you. He said, no, I want you to pray for me now. So I lay hands on this man, and I pray in less than a minute. And I say, amen. And I stand up to go. He holds my hand. And he says, you cannot say a short prayer for a complicated problem. My first time to hear that, I laughed. I said, okay, I'm going to pray again. This time I made it longer and more religious. And I said, amen. Tuesday night, Friday, he goes back to Molago. They x-ray him and the crack has disappeared. The floor stops. He comes back to Sunday to our services. He comes back to church on Sunday. He testifies. All of us are in tears. We fall on the floor. We worship God. Because God doesn't mind whether the condition is so serious. In a split second, the blessings of heaven can come down on you and change your life forever. And change the life of that child of yours forever. And 
fix your marriage forever and fix your finances forever and raise your ministry to a level you've been dreaming about forever and fix your business forever in a split second what is complicated to you is the easiest thing for God to do again what is complicated for you it is the easiest thing for God to do last week I was reminded of two blind women the first one was in a place called uh, uh, Duncan village in East London South Africa I was doing a crusade there this blind woman was led into the meeting about 65 years old she was led into the meeting I never even laid hands on her it's the pastor who hosted the meeting that made me aware of the miracle and said James you see that that woman going out by himself she was led blind into the meeting. Now she's escorting herself back home in darkness, seeing clearly. Because what is complicated to you is non complicated to God. Another lady was in Cuisine, Cuisine again in the Eastern Cape, and near King Williamstown. The same thing happened. She comes in, led in. She leads herself at about nine o'clock. Pitch dark darkness outside and she's able to see because what we call complicated in the realm of the spirit it is very easy this is where I want to close tonight we need to revisit the understanding of the unknown realities of the spiritual realm the unknown realities the unknown laws on which the spiritual realm runs and I'm going to share with you about four quick things. Number one, in the realm of the spirit, everything is free. In the realm of the spirit, everything is free. If you are a child of God, if you are under the banner of the blood of Jesus, whatever you ever require from the Father is fully paid for. It works differently in the dark world. In the dark world, you have to bring a chicken. In the dark world, you have to bring a goat. In the dark world, you have to bring a cow. In the dark world, you have to sacrifice your child. That is a different world. But in the world of Jesus, the blood of Jesus settled it all. When he said it is finished, the payment of every miracle that you need in your life, now and in the future, was fully covered. It is free. You get that point? It is free. 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 Without paying anything, the blind will see. Without paying anything, the cripples will walk. Without paying anything, the dead will arise. Without paying anything, churches will grow. It is free. You have received freely. Freely give. Number two, it is readily available. It is, thank you, Holy Spirit. It is readily available. Matthew 10 and verses number 7 to 8, the Passion Translation. As you go preach this message, heaven is kingdom, realm is accessible, close enough to touch. He says you must continually bring healing to the lepers. You must continually bring healing to the lepers. Why do you bring healing to the lepers continually? Because their healing is readily available. The resurrection is readily available for the dead. The cleansing is readily available for the lepers. It is available. I have some homework to do 
for myself. And I believe you have some homework to do to recondition this mind of yours from the dynamic of scarcity and bankruptcy. And realize that this is a different kingdom. It's a different set of rules. It is available. Every miracle we require is available tonight. Breakthrough is available. Healing is available. Promotion is available. Favor is available. Multiplication is available. Increase is available. It is readily available. Number three. According to scripture, whatever God is releasing to us, I have another seven minutes to close. Whatever God is releasing to us according to scripture is ready and is given in a perfect form. It is ready and is given in a perfect form. James 1.17, the ESV says, every good and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. What? Every good and perfect gift, every good and perfect gift, every good and perfect gift, every good and perfect gift. What is going to come from heaven for you is going to be good, it's going to be perfect. Miracles are released in a good form. Miracles are released in a perfect form. My mind has to change and buy into that. Because some of us are conditioned with progress to progressional healing, progressional recovery, progressional breakthrough. It comes when it's good. It comes when it is perfect. The passion was, as you said, every gift God freely gives us is good and perfect. Streaming down from the Father of lights. So if we trust that it's going to come from the Father, then from the Father, we are going to expect that which is good and that which is perfect. Did you know that what touches your body first lands into your spirit? I'll say that again. What touches your body first lands into your spirit. When your spirit says yes to what God is releasing, then it manifests in the body. What lands in your spirit comes in a good form and in a perfect form. And my teaching tonight is to prepare you not to inhibit or to resist it. The good form and the perfect form from tonight. Every miracle that happens to you will be a good miracle and a perfect miracle. It is going to appear as if you've been working on it for a long time. Overnight, it is going to be good and it's going to be perfect. Somebody clap your hands to Jesus. Somewhere here is where I'm going to close tonight. Everything the Father releases to his children is released on spiritual dynamics. Meaning, there are more possibilities in the spiritual arena than the physical. There are more possibilities in the spiritual arena than the physical. In the realm of the spirit, axe heads float. Is that in your Bible? Is that in your Bible? In 2 Kings chapter 6? In the realm of the spirit, axe heads float. In the realm of the spirit, huge sizes shrink. 
and you look on the ground and you see no meters falling anywhere. But a miracle has happened. Like it happened in Peketoni when I was preaching on a crusade in 2000. Mombasa. In the realm of the spirit, these possibilities are there. In the realm of the spirit, glass eyeballs see. Some of you follow Todd Bentley in the Florida outpouring revival. A man came with a glass eyeball. God touches the glass eyeball and the glass eyeball is able to see. There are endless possibilities in the realm of the spirit. In the realm of the spirit, metals dissolve. Metals dissolve. People who have got metals in their bone because of surgery or whatever. And whenever they go through metal detectors, there is a beep. God heals them so good that the beep is no more because the metal has dissolved. Some of you, it appears as if I'm frying your brains. That's what I came to do. Because we need to open up our minds to spiritual possibilities. In the realm of the spirit, chopped off members reappear. I was translating for Todd Bentley in Ginger. A lady came with, uh, with, with, with a cut of breast. She had undergone mascotomy because of cancer. And the breast reappeared in the crusade. Possibilities. Somebody shout hallelujah. So we need to widen our minds. We can't limit what God can do to us according to natural laws. In the realm of the spirit, things are released perfect and they happen faster. I was preaching uh, in Bali, the year 2000. God healed a young man, 21 years old, deaf and dumb. When he came to testify, he was speaking so fluently that I thought he was pretending. Until four people came onto the platform and said, we know who he is. This is a miracle. And the fluence at which he was speaking was unbelievable because in the realm of the spirit things are perfect and they appear faster 1994 we had a, a, a mission university mission to the great city of gulu and in this mission i was sent to to a church and i preached on the baptism in the holy spirit a lady 65 years old when the spirit came upon her she spoke in Oxford English. She had never been to school but she spoke in Oxford English because in the realm of the spirit things are released perfectly and they happen faster. 1999 God does it again in Nebi. I'm teaching on the Holy Ghost praying for the people of the baptism Another 65-year-old lady speaks in British English. Actually, this one was Oxford English. Ask your neighbor, do you have room to believe that? In the realm of the spirit, distance and location are never an issue. Distance and location are never an issue. Last year in the pastor's conference in August, a lady came and healing was happening in the service. She went to the phone, called up her mom. Her mom had been bedridden for five years, not able to walk, and said, Mommy, listen to me. God is moving here in the theater. A man of God is ministering. Place your hands on your feet. You are going to walk now. In the next five minutes, this lady was walking. She was in Zigoti. We were in Natete. But in the realm of the spirit, distance and location is not an issue. In Nebi 1999, in the conference, 
As I was teaching in the conference, they brought a young man who was totally mad. They tied him in a house, tied him down in a house. And on leaving the conference, the, the, the young man had broken loose and disappeared. We didn't know where he was. This is the law I engaged. I stood where he stood. And I asked for his name. I said, Lord, wherever he is, distance is not an issue to you. I released sanity back into the life of this young man. When we went back on the crusade in the evening, he was there totally sane and sober, totally healed. In the realm of the spirit, distance and location is not an issue. How do we close tonight? In the realm of the spirit, lost, lost things can be retrieved. Lost things. Some of you, the more I preach, the more you begin to doubt. And a few of you, the more you begin to believe. In the realm of the spirit, lost things are retrieved. I was listening to a story tonight. I first heard of this story in South Africa two years ago. But I was listening to it. You can find it on, the, on YouTube. I want you to Google on YouTube. Uh, Bobby Corner finds lost knife. Bobby Corner is a prophetic guy. He got this pocket knife that was given to him by Bob Jones. And he disappeared. And he was gutted. He was like, I need my knife back. So one time when he's in a hotel room, he just shouts and yells, I need my knife back. And boom, out of the blue, it falls on the bed. In the realm of the spirit, lost things are retrievable. Did I share with you, preaching in Masindi about 11 years ago, on an overnight prayer meeting, and this lady comes to testify that three years ago, I was pregnant, and my pregnancy disappeared, but tonight the baby is back. Looks like I'm frying your brains. Three years ago. I never gave this testimony for a long time because I never knew what people were going to think about me. And three ladies touched the womb and the feet, they could feel the feet of the baby. Now, I got the courage to give this testimony. After I had Todd Bentley give the same testimony. After God did it again in Natete, same kind of miracle, then I, gave, I got the courage to give it. Things that are lost are retrievable. I want you to stand up and tell seven people, your lost stuff is coming back this year. Louder, louder. Your lost stuff is coming back this year. Your lost stuff. Even if it's a man, a husband that walked away, he's coming back tonight. Even if it's a wife that walked away, they're coming back tonight. Even if it's a wayward child that walked away from your house, they're coming back tonight in the realm of the spirit. Lost stuff is retrievable. Somebody shout, yeah! Listen to this. What God will do for you cannot be hampered by history, condition, or longevity. No matter how long it has taken, God will do what he said he will do. God will do what he said he will do. Don't sit down again, I'm closing. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. You are welcome in this place. Come and do wonders. Walk among us. Listen to me, everybody. This is very important. It is in the story that we read in Acts chapter 10. Beg your pardon. In Matthew chapter 10. Jesus teaches in the scripture that the status of the administrator is not important. Because he tells the administrators, carry no bag, carry no money, carry no shoes. Just go the way you are. Some of us have blocked out miracles because the vessel doesn't look appealing. When it comes to the dispensation of the miraculous, the administrator is not an issue. Their status, their appearance is not an issue. All you need is to open up your heart and receive the miracle that you need. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.